Welcome to Comments Podcast, the show where we discuss a variety of topics with your host, Nina. For many of us, over the last nine months since the pandemic uh, has started in 2020, we've had to endure seeing our city centres and town centres totally decimated. Many of our areas have suffered some sort of form of uh, lockdown, whether it's the full lockdown or having entered the tier system in the UK. The pandemic has forced uh, many offices to remain open for weeks and months on end and the city centres resemble ghost towns without the influx of daily commuters and shoppers. With the empty offices, thousands of local businesses have felt the repercussions of the lack of commuters and workers going to the employment in local offices. Many of these businesses are wholly dependent on passing trade and they are suffering tremendous uh, losses at the moment financially and feeling the full impact of coronavirus lockdowns and the tier system. Although some people are getting back to, to work and we've seen that workplaces essentially will change in the future there will be no turning back. Many employers are currently advised to retain their workforce or employees at home, uh, to work from home if possible. And many have adapted and implemented the necessary sort of technological digital upskilling of their employees to contend with working from home. And it's also been a favourable option for many employees, especially those with children who are able to now manage and balance a work-life balance effectively. In addition to that, further ramifications have been the reluctance of the public to generally avoid public transport unless it's for essential travel. And not until the pandemic is fully over, fewer employees at the moment seem to have no imminent plans to return or request all staff to return to the offices and city centres to work full-time from the office. Many are quite reluctant at this particular stage and are encouraging their employees to work from home in accordance with current government guidelines in in the UK. Unfortunately, you know, where I've seen it myself walking through, it just does not have that same uh, Christmas atmosphere walking through city centres. There's a lot of uh, shop closures, small independent boutiques have, rather than struggle through the current uh, lockdown have decided to basically cut their financial losses. Hospitality outlets um, have been tremendously um, 
impacted and for the foreseeable future will experience a, a slump in customer footfall as many workers continue to stay at home and hospitality outlets are also impacted with uh, reduced opening hours or I believe they're defined as wet pubs. Government guidelines have been to remain closed unless they serve substantial meals with any alcoholic beverage purchases. Nonetheless, all these guidelines, rules, restrictions, whichever way you perceive them, do evoke a mindset for many people to not really resume uh, normal social social activities which you would um, pre-plan or host or attend, especially pre um, with the run-up to the Christmas um, season. And there has been a marked reduction and decline in footfall of customers in town centres, many opting to uh, make their purchases online. And this is having a, a totally detrimental impact on local companies, retailers, hospitality sectors, and it, it is affecting local economies in many areas, especially in urban areas. Sandwich chain cafes rely heavily on lunchtime workers. Uh, many employees, I'm sure many of us can't be bothered to really make the sandwich, so we'll, you'll find us offering, rushing out to, you know, pick up a sandwich from a local cafe or, or a sandwich chain. Or just to get out of the office, it's usually a good excuse to just pop out um, for your lunch break. And unfortunately, the sandwich chains and cafes, many of them may be, whether they're part of a chain or whether they're independent, are now compelled to reduce their staff hours, uh, close their outlets, and the impact will be further job cuts uh, as they continue to experience this uh, steep production in demand. And Cutting staff hours means really it's just the prelude to eventual closure of the outlet unless profits and sales pick up. Arguably, the coronavirus has also reduced the popularity of inner sitting living because many of us I know were sort of spending more time at home indoors, especially now during the winter months, it's really cold. So there's less... Uh, opportunity to uh, while away the hours outside and moving out to the suburbs offers that more living space more open spaces uh, accessibility which urban living in city centers um, that's the one thing that is lacking is uh, open spaces and open green spaces in city centers I know that even locally, there are so the shop vacancy rate is is likely to rise. It's almost inevitable because shops and a lot, especially independent retailers, 
unless they can survive another six months until we we're over this pandemic hopefully and the there's an uptake in 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 demand for uh, people visiting independent uh, retailers and not and abandoning really online shopping they're going to continue to suffer a lot of loss financially and I can't really envisage many of them deciding to prolong the agony which is kind of almost inevitable for those who don't have the financial capital um, to to ride out the pandemic in the next few months so that will leave a however the up the counter effect is that with a lot of these office empty office buildings and a lot of um, retail buildings as well outlets even with the demise of um, large department stores there's a lot of um, retail premises, vacant retail premises, which are now ripe for redevelopment. Arguably, could be said that coronavirus has um, not only has reduced the popularity of inner city living, but perhaps now with the redevelopment of these vacant retail premises and office spaces, there could be a new formation of a new strategy of converting these empty premises into homes, uh, into affordable homes for first-time younger buyers who feel outpriced or out of the housing market. And it's a really good opportunity to ensure wider home ownership. I mean, I, I think also inner city living would appeal to younger professionals or those just deciding to get their foot on the ladder of the housing market. It's all really about affordability. And for younger professionals, the conversion of empty offices into affordable shared ownership housing developments would be the ideal way to to own their own property, which that currently many thousands are not actually able to fulfil that uh, that dream or aspire to have, um, especially when you're younger. And additionally, shops would be less reliant on passing commuter trade trade uh, you know people coming in for the employment because as city centers increase their the number of permanent residents there will be local residents increasing numbers to who will hopefully then be an asset and shop locally i just hope that whatever happens in the next six months whether or not we see a reduction of um, commuters in city centres hopefully there will be more of a, in, a surge in more people residing um, in these empty premises because they're going to be redeveloped into housing for for uh, 
those who can are unable to afford a property of their own at the moment. So the future isn't too bleak. It's just a question of adapting to the cycle of change, which is inevitably the coronavirus pandemic has impacted cities and town centres. Thank you for tuning in to today's episode. You can subscribe to the Comments Podcast via iTunes, Spotify and other major podcast providers.